0: Hi, welcome back to My Daily Briefing. This is Gwen Dias, and I hope you're enjoying the podcast and discovering that the Bible really does make sense when its stories are told in chronological order. Here's Ed with our next episode. Hi, it's Ed again. Let's go right to episode 301, titled, The First Missionary Journey Continues. You can find these events in Acts 14. After being chased out of Antioch-Pisidium, Barnabas and Paul went to a city called Iconium. Once again, they entered a Jewish synagogue to explain that Jesus was the Messiah that the Jewish people had been longing for. That day, many Jews, as well as Gentiles, put their faith in Jesus. However, the Jews who didn't believe became very angry. They turned everyone they could against the two outsiders. But Barnabas and Paul refused to be silenced. They stayed and spoke boldly and performed many miracles. Soon, the whole city was in an uproar. When the two missionaries found out that some of the city leaders were making plans to stone them, they ran off to Lystra. There they continued to share the gospel message. Among those who came to hear them speak in Lystra was a man who had been lame from his birth. He listened carefully to everything Paul and Barnabas said. Realizing that he had the faith to be healed, Paul called out to him, stand up and immediately the man stood and began walking. When the crowd saw this, they started yelling, These are gods that have come down to visit us in human form. They assumed that Paul was the Greek god Hermes, since he was the spokesperson of the two, and that Barnabas must be Zeus. A pagan priest from a nearby temple brought bulls and wreaths to the city gates. He planned to help the people offer sacrifices to the two apostles. Well, this horrified Paul and Barnabas. They ripped their clothes to show their disapproval, and ran among the people, saying, Why are you doing this? We are men just like you. We are here to bring you the good news about how you can know the one true God, the only God there is. During the commotion, the Jews who had chased Barnabas and Paul out of Antioch-Pisidium and Iconium arrived. They had pursued the two men, hoping them to chase them out of the country altogether. It did not take them long to turn the fickle crowd against Barnabas and Paul. The same people who had just been trying to honor them as gods now formed an angry mob. They picked up stones and hurled them at Paul, hitting him over and over. Then they dragged his body outside the city gate, thinking he was dead. But the new believers gathered around his body to mourn. Suddenly and miraculously, Paul got up and walked back into the city. The next day, Paul and Barnabas left Lystra and traveled to a city called Derbe. There, many people put their faith in Jesus. When it came time to leave Derbe, the two men traveled back through Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch-Pisidium the very same cities where they had just faced terrible persecution. They appointed leaders and encouraged the believers in these new Galatian churches to stay strong despite the hardships they would inevitably face. Then Paul and Barnabas headed back to their home church in Antioch of Syria. When they arrived, everyone gathered to hear what God had done during the two years they had been away. Paul and Barnabas shared all the amazing things they had witnessed and how God had opened doors so that they could bring the message of Jesus to the Gentiles in Galatia. They knew they had completed the work that the church had sent them to do, and they were filled with joy. Think about it. Many times during their missionary journey through Galatia, it would have been easy for Barnabas and Paul to give up and go home, but they didn't. When they finally did return home, they were battered and bruised, but they were filled with joy for all that God had accomplished through them. In 2 Corinthians 4:17. Paul said this about the struggles he went through, For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Now here's the question. Do you value God's eternal work more than your own temporary welfare? So many brave people in the Bible did, shouldn't we? Now go and honor God today.